I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. Election Day for many governmental entities in the state of Texas is coming up May the 1st. As a public service, the Rio Grande Guardian will offer a Meet the Candidates section to allow you to become acquainted with candidates in the upcoming election. Rio Grande Guardian editor Steve Taylor spoke to McAllen businessman Michael A. Fallock, who is running for mayor of the city of McAllen. Um, tell us a little bit about your family's history in McAllen. Yeah, so we've been in McAllen since the 1930s. My grandparents actually moved down to McAllen in the Great Depression. Uh, it, it's a long story. Uh, my parents, I don't think, were necessarily planning on being here, but there was a health issue, and my dad came, uh, returned to McAllen uh, to run Mike's Man Shop downtown. And he and partner, he ran Mike's Man Shop. He had partners. Uh, there was a perfume store next door, uh, downtown on Main Street. Uh, you know, it's a funny story. This is where I grew up. Uh, understood more about McAllen. Uh, really strengthened my Spanish. I grew, I grew up working weekends, vacations, summer vacations, holidays at times to help out in the store. My sister worked next door in the perfume shop. Um, anyway, that, that is kind of was an introduction to what McAllen was, was a lot about because it was always the business side that ran McAllen and we understood that early. And my dad was involved in helping set up the free trade zone and getting involved in pretty much every uh, city organization. It made an impression on me that it was important to get involved in pretty much every uh, city function. And so as I moved back to town, I went to, uh, graduated from the University of Texas, uh, the University of Texas School of Law. Uh, and when my wife and I moved back here, it was always Im very important for us to be significantly involved in everything that we could. Uh, so uh, whether it was the Chamber of Commerce, which I served on and on the executive team uh, serving as chairman of Leadership McAllen for, for a year and uh, doing program chair there and helping develop future leaders for the city. Um, helping on the convention center was it was being constructed and serving as a chairman on that board. Uh, president of Temple Emanuel uh, here in McAllen that was started in 1948. Uh, it was always important to give back and to be a part of the community. So that has been crucial for us. But what I moved back for was really to make my own way uh, on the business side. So we started a number of uh, different businesses here, focused on the real estate side. Hospitality is a focus. We've built 15 uh, hotels, we've done 10 restaurants, headquartered in McAllen, but um, with stores from the valley up through Houston, Austin, and San Antonio, uh, all the way over with different real estate projects to Eagle Pass. Um, but headquartered here, and the great majority of all our businesses are, are located here. The great majority of our employees are here. Uh, we understand the function of an employer, how to deal with employees. And then as part of the development process, I've been in front of every single city department. So I know the people. I know how the city is supposed to function, I understand the strengths, I understand the weaknesses, and I feel like it's, uh, that's an incredible advantage, 
not just from understanding that business side and how to push forward, but also with the legal background and understanding what uh, the different issues are as we move forward. What, what are the top um, agenda items for you? What issues are you running on? Yeah, so first and foremost, uh, it's addressing um, the pandemic as we get uh, thankfully towards the end of it. I think we all believe at least that there's light at the end of the tunnel now with the uh, vaccine distribution, um, but there are going to be challenges and we've got to figure out how to address those challenges. The whole purpose of the city is, the, is to uh, cater to the citizens, make sure the city is advancing, um, but the backbone of that is the business side. So uh, my approach is to focus on that business side because noth nothing is going to work if the money doesn't work right in the city. Um, whether it's CBD, CGBD, I'm sorry, CBDGB or other uh, functions that the city uh, provides the financing for, uh, it is critical that the city's finances work. There's going to be challenges, especially as we get into the uh, uh, new budget process in the fall. Uh, it is likely that commercial uh, appraised values are going to decrease. Uh, sales tax thankfully has held on, but hasn't really increased, and you always want to be forecasting and, and realizing increases in sales tax revenue, which has been uh, such an important part of McAllen. And so when we get into that component, uh, the flexibility and the, crea uh, the creativity that is required to deal with the challenge and to figure out how to continue to pay for parks, how to continue to pay for um, every city, every single city function is absolutely crucial. And so it's going to be a real challenge. And, and the way I look at it is what we're going to really need to do is leverage all the assets that we can. We're going to make, need to make investments in infrastructure, focus on education, because ultimately we need to bring in new business. We need to increase the property tax base so that there is additional monies coming into, into the city so that the city has the ability to pay for all the functions and the new additions uh, for the benefit of the citizens that is required. And so as you, you've started your campaign and you're talking to uh, the taxpayers, the residents of McAllen, what are you hearing on the doorstep? What are the issues that you're being told about? Yeah, so everybody, I think, you, I think we can all understand that people are just, are just frustrated with the current situation and it's nobody's fault. I mean, we're in a pandemic, but people are, are ready to get back out. One of the huge factor, one of the huge, I think, uh, pluses that we just saw was the city was starting to re-engage with the parks and putting the playstations at the parks back out. And um, there's been frustration in, in uh, the way that every other citizen around the country has been frustrated in, in having to deal with the pandemic. But it is important that we take care of our own. First and foremost, we need to make sure that the health of our citizens are being cared for. So the precautions are, are critical. But hand in hand with that is figuring out how to push forward and come out of that so that we get back into an, a normal sense of life. We're, we're probably going to have to deal with some of these limitations for uh, the next year or so, but uh, it's important that we look at this with a realistic eye and see what it is that we can do to push forward, not just on on this business side that I've been talking about, but on the quality of life issues, so that people will con can continue to enjoy 
living here. It's going to be a step-by-step -step process, but you build a team and you uh, create a consensus. Um, that happens at City Hall, that happens in your private industry, uh, it happens in the educational sphere, and it's important to uh, uh, build that relationship, increase that relationship, deepen those ties with McAllen ISD, with STC, with UTRGV. There's so many assets that we have here, and it's about building those relationships and, and growing out of the challenge that we have had. Um, you mentioned earlier how your father was one of the pioneers that helped uh, set up the uh, foreign trade zone. Um, this is uh, something that um, uh, Keith Patchett said to me a while back, uh, and he has some concerns about this, so I'd like to get your take on this. He's of the view that when the violence started in, in Reynosa and Mexico, which was around 2006, 7, 8, that period, because of that, people don't cross into Reynosa as much. And his concern is there's going to be a, a new generation of leaders in McAllen that are not going to understand the importance of um, cross-border trade, the importance of the Maquiladoras, because they can't go over there and see what state-of-the-art uh, plants they are and how interwoven their economy is. And that that concerns him as as, as the, the his generation uh, heads towards retirement. Where do you stand on um, trade? Uh, do you have, you have an appreciation yeah. of the importance of the? the no, it is, it is absolutely crucial to the success of McAllen, um, and not just McAllen, but valley wide. I mean, it's really McAllen has to lead in the valley. As McAllen goes, the valley goes. As South Texas goes, and the cross-border trade is absolutely critical uh, to that success. I grew up in McAllen. I grew up crossing the border. Uh, you know, every week or every other week or three times a week, whether it was for dinner or to tour some other um, development across the border. Um, and running hotels now, as we do in, in the Valley and in, I mean, specifically in McAllen, those are, that is our business base, is the people coming down from uh, Chicago, New York, uh, California, but also internationally from Japan, South Korea, everywhere else. They come and they, they stay in McAllen to cross the border and service the plants that their companies have there. Uh, it is absolutely crucial and uh, it is a significant focus of mine. Um, not just because that is what's helped build McAllen, but I feel like, especially these days, um, as we've understood more and more through the pandemic how the just-in-time uh, manufacturing process works, that local is probably going to be better. I feel like we have a real opportunity to bring additional businesses and manufacturing plants to the border region. And we need to be reaching out and establishing those increased ties to really build not just additions on what we have, but new opportunities, new companies, new employment uh, into the valley. Now, whether that's located on the McAllen side, whether it's located in Mission or FAR, or whether it's located in Reynosa, the majority of the people 
um, managing those plans are probably going to locate in McAllen. And they're going to be spending money in McAllen. And it is crucial that we continue to focus on that industry. Well, Michael, those are the only questions I had for you. Is there anything I've missed? Anything else you want to add? No, I just want to, I just want to express my, my thanks to the support that I've received as I begin this process. Uh, I wasn't intending to throw my hat into the uh, political arena. I'm doing this only for the benefit of McAllen and its citizens. Uh, this place means the world to me. Uh, I feel like it's, it's um, critical. We are at a critical time right now coming out of the pandemic and with the economic challenges that we have, and this is the reason that I jumped in. It wasn't something as I was intending to do, but I feel like the leadership is needed, and I'm here to help that along. Well, thank you so much for today's interview. Thank you. Thank you. appreciate that. That was Steve Taylor, editor of the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service, speaking with Michael A. Fallick, who's running for mayor of the city of McAllen. If you are a candidate planning to run during the May 1st election in the Rio Grande Valley, the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service wants to feature you in the Meet the Candidate series, contact Steve Taylor via email, staylor at riograndeguardian.com. Again, if you're a candidate running for office on May the 1st and wish to be featured in the Meet the Candidate section of the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service, contact Steve Taylor via email. S. Taylor at RioGrandeGuardian.com. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.